Want to help keep the lights on in Anarchy Basement? Then go to PRLfans.com. There you can find links to Patreon, PayPal, our Bitcoin info, and other ways to help support the podcast. Now, enjoy the show. Hello, I'm Matt Bergman, and you're listening to the Punk Rock Libertarians podcast, episode 299. I'm here tonight with Jared Schneiderman. Hey, guys. James Babb. Hello. And we've got two newcomers on tonight. We've got Nima Vidati. How's it going, y'all? Nice to be here. And we've got right. Michael Picard. Hey, guys. Cool, yeah. Dude, I'm, uh, I'm psyched uh, everybody uh, is, is, gets the beer tonight. This is, uh, seems like it's going to be a pretty special podcast. Oh, hell yeah. Special. <laughs> yeah, and uh, mostly because, uh, you know, Kanye 2020. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. West! President West, to you. So, you know, we touched on this a little bit the other night because the other night we had, um, this is on Sunday, we had information that he was running and we also had information that uh, Elon Musk in, has endorsed him, right? I believe. Mm-hmm. That's um, right. That is epic in itself. Yeah. But today, um, today there was actually an article on Forbes where it was like an interview with uh, Kanye and he was just saying like all this, uh, all this Kanye uh, stuff. Kanye stuff. Yeah. <laughs> And it's like, you know, I didn't read the whole thing. Like my wife, like kind of like breezed over it for me. Um, the thing that, that I thought was really cool though, was when he was talking about the mark of the beast. Like, I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see it. I think he's serious about that too. Well, so I what, mean, what did he, what did, what did it, what was he talking about? Well, vaccines he was, or vaccines? I, I, I heard that he was talking about vaccines, Yeah, but I also heard that he was talking about like the mark of the beast and I was like, fuck yeah. Oh God. Didn't he also say that like uh, something about Planned Parenthood? Was that during that conversation? He said, it, "Yeah, he said it was put in the hood by the devil. Yeah. Uh, I guess presumably to kill all the the young black babies." Right. He's taking a, a wasn't it, wasn't a, a Margaret turn. Sanger he's, the founder? Yeah, he's not far he's, off. He's not far yeah, off on that not. one. He's not. He's not on that. True. Yeah, Margaret Sanger, the the founder, was a eugenicist. Yeah, regardless yeah. of what you think about abortion, that part that, that's a fact. Right. Yeah. Her agenda was to was to wipe out the black race. So undesirables in general, wasn't it? Like not just blacks, but to her, it would be low IQ people, any kind of unwanted. I mean, that was the eugenicist vibe, right? Only uh, the white best of the best social Darwinism kind of stuff. Creepy. Right. Yeah. Creepy is what it is. Kanye seems to be all over the place. First, he's uh, he loves Trump, and then he. Uh, and then he starts a church, and then now he's running for president. I love that. I do too. Yeah. And it, it helps put the lie to how ridiculous the system is. I mean, if right. we, well, we, got Trump. Trump. Yeah, we got Trump. He had yeah. casinos. He's got a TV show. He's the president. This is what you got to be big these days. You got to be able to sing, dance, like, and act to, to really star in a blockbuster. Okay, so, 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 okay, guys, let's take a poll. If somebody like stuck a gun to your head and said, okay, you've got to choose between Trump, Biden, and Kanye, who would you choose? Pull Jared, the trigger. Kanye. No, you, you're not going to die for this, all motherfucker. Day. Who would you choose? I would choose Nobody. Kanye all day. Nobody 2020. It's, I mean, no, if somebody has I a gun would, to your I head, you have to choose Kanye. one of those three. I would definitely pick Kanye. Uh, yeah, I would pick Kanye. I'm just, what the fuck? I mean, 
I'm a huge fan of it musically. I mean, yeah. My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy is top five albums of all time for me. Well, I think, I, well I think, I'm not saying I wouldn't vote for him. I'm saying I'd only vote for him if you put a gun to my head. Because you won't vote? Someone, well, no, I mean, like, I'll vote for Joe Jorgensen because I think she's, like, pretty mm-hmm. fucking awesome. I think Spike Cohen's fucking awesome. I think that's, like, a really great libertarian ticket. Um, but I'm saying, if somebody held a gun to my head and made me choose from only those three people, and, and uh, you know, I pick Kanye out of those three. Yeah. If they made you choose Trump or Biden, would you say pull the trigger? Um, no, I, I would choose Trump over Biden. Okay. It's, um, but only if you had a gun to my head. If it was just yeah. Trump and Biden running, I wouldn't even vote. It I'd seems just, like anybody I'd, points I'd a gun at your head can you know? get you to do anything they want. Well, like, I mean, pretty much. Like, I'm, not gonna, I'm not funny how that works. I'm not going to. I'm not going <laughs> well, to. I mean, die. the bar exactly. for like, like we found your weakness, Matt. <laughs> there's mean, an easy. There's an easy solution to this. If someone puts a gun to your head, disarm them before they pull the trigger. Now, see, now you're thinking. See, mm-hmm. this this whole idea of like, well, I guess I have to comply. Matt, you no. you should know better than to to ask hypotheticals to libertarian autists. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> re, yeah, you just got a chorus of re's just now. <laughs> But, you know, I, I don't know. I'm more cynical on this whole Kanye thing. I think it's more just a promotion for his upcoming album. But isn't that awesome, too? I mean, it's I awesome. Mean- <laughs> I, I just, I'm not like, oh, I think Kanye is, like, trying to send a political message or has, like, real ideals. I don't know. I mean, he does this kind of shit every year. Like, he's always just pops into the news. Everyone's mad or, like, oh, he's so crazy. And then the next week an album drops. And then you don't right. hear from him for, like, another year until the next album comes around yeah it's totally on brand but i mean how cool is that that like one of the greatest rappers of our generation is in a ranch in wyoming just (laughs) on some jesus shit spouting whatever (laughs) comes to his mouth yeah and then everybody scrambles to write articles about it like it's cool it's cool i mean if you you got a chance to vote for like snoop dogg or jay-z or if you're not into rap you got a chance to i don't know who's big in rock these days you got a chance to vote for somebody that you like listen to like i don't know it's kind of cool Here's the thing. How do I know what are the like satirical memes for Kanye and which are the real life ones? Right. I, I feel this is both, uh, both the beauty of the campaign and a detriment for, for fans out here. It's like, does it even matter? And I think if he's really doing this campaign correctly, we'll never know. Is, Is this a meme? Is this a troll? Is this the president? Is this happening? Like, I hope I he records like every campaign, st- I, like the Magical Mystery Tour, and just turns mm-hmm. it into an album. Like Kanye twenty twenty is cool. the album. Interesting. <laughs> I hope they all debate. That would be interesting. Uh, well, yeah. There was a quote that uh, something that like attributed his uh, arriving to the to the race late, and he goes, "You should something about you should be honored by my you know by my lateness by my lateness that I, yeah. I would even show up to this fake shit at all." Right. <laughs> yeah, that's a line from his album "Late Registration." He has a whole song called "I'll Be Late for That." Yeah, and that's yeah. what he's referencing. So, totally on Kanye brand. <laughs> yeah, it would be funny though if he got on the debate stage, but Joe Jorgensen didn't. <laughs> oh man, that'd be brutal. you know it'd be funny if you took the uh, mic from Trump. Yeah, if he was like, <laughs> I'm gonna let you finish. I'm gonna I'll let, let you finish. finish. <laughs> yeah. That well, Vermin awesome. uh, <laughs> Supreme has already thrown down the gauntlet, re-entered the race, j- and and challenged him to debate. So to Charles me, that would be that would be the clash of giants that I'd like to see: Vermin Supreme versus Kanye. Wait, this is happening? Oh, 
Well, Vermin Supreme has thrown down the gauntlet. Let's see what Kanye. Let's see if Kanye's got the cojones what to is, pick that up. What party is uh, Vermin running with now? Pretty pony party, I right? I, you know, these guys are well bigger than parties. These guys are, you know, <laughs> True. I mean, they're bigger than life. Yeah, the system tries to put them in a box, but just doesn't work. So, uh, what's up next? Uh, yeah, uh, next, I think I want to move over to. Uh, I want to talk about Michael Picard. Like, Michael, you've been uh, you've been posting like a lot of uh, very entertaining videos recently. And yes, um, um, yeah, I've just been uh, going to a lot of rallies and just trolling status. You know, trolling uh, people who love government too much. Like, how long have you been doing this for? Because, like, I, I know I'm familiar with, I think, like, your last three videos, I think, that you did. But how, how long have you been doing this for? So I've been doing this with a friend, uh, Steve Schaefer, for, uh, since early 2017. The first uh, rally we went to was a Trump rally. Um, no, that would have been early 2016. I'm sorry. Um yeah, early 2016, we went to a Trump rally, and uh, when he was getting a uh, when he was running for office, and I brought a sign saying uh, "Simply Wall" to make uh, people think I was on their side, and then I brought uh, the American flag dragging on the ground just to confuse them, and they were so confused as to which side I was on, and um, uh, he. Uh, a lot of the protesters there uh, called the police on us and wanted us removed. So for your no matter, flag for bad flag <laughs> etiquette. Yeah, exactly. So no matter what <laughs> rally uh, we go to, uh, the protesters want two things. Uh, we troll both uh, uh, Republicans and Democrats, and they want two things. They want government to shut the other side up, and they want only their voices to be heard. So, um, what do you, what do you identify as like uh, politically or philosophically? I guess I'd I'd uh, um, identify as as a libertarian. Um, you know, to you know the person off the street, I tell them I'm a libertarian. But you know, I'm really you know I believe in anarcho uh, capitalism. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was just curious. You know. Um, yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Um, I especially, like, I really enjoy, I've enjoyed every video that I've seen so far, but uh, the one that keeps coming to mind is the one where you're dressed up in a pig outfit and you're going to the Blue Lives Matter rally. Oh my God, that was epic. <laughs> yeah, they were really pissed off. Yeah, I'm glad um, they didn't hurt you for that one. I got a few threats um, of, of violence. Um, you know, that's another common theme that, you know, whenever someone comes to the protest and dissents they threaten violence it seems like the most violent people are always the ladies too do you notice that it seems to be loud vocal ladies all coming up in your face a lot of of karens on the attack a lot of karens lots of karens yes and um you know uh i got i got attacked uh two weeks ago from both a lady and a guy um one uh, tried to jab me with with uh, her jagged, the jagged end of her flagpole, and the other the other one, the guy poked me in the eye. 
that's, that's terrible, but that is the ultimate statist weapon, actually trying to stab you with an actual flag, <laughs> right? He was getting right. Iwo jima like, like, come I'm, on, guys. I'm pretty, like, I'm pretty sure she uh, dragged her flag on the ground as she was doing that. <sighs> that is some peak flaggetry. Yeah. Well, and then and then somebody step poked you in the eye. Um, that sounds awful. Yeah. So uh, this guy um, uh, poked me in the eye with two fingers, and. Um, you know, all because I was saying Allah means God, <laughs> and it does. Um, you know, I, I like to. Um, <laughs> was that when you showed you showed up with the Iraqi flag, which has a Allah? No, that was Allah. That was the other one. That was oh, okay. another one. Um, I showed up with uh, Allah bless America, and the flag is a cape. <laughs> right, they hate and flags, and they hate the, the American. The, the, the American God. flag is a cape. Yes. Upside down. <laughs> so, uh, Michael, I'm I'm just curious. Like, are you religious? No. Okay. Yeah. So, like, would you say you're like an atheist, agnostic? Um, I'd say I'm an agnostic. I just don't. Um, I just don't care about religion. I'm. I'm. Uh, I believe it's just another control mechanism. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm just curious because I I've been watching your videos and uh, I'm just got I've got all these uh, questions, man. Why do you ask right. that one specifically? What was it that he did? I mean, because like uh, when he was uh, talking about like Allah is God, I was like, oh, uh, is, is is this guy Muslim? I was like, I, I was just curious. Well, uh, I just okay. think it's interesting that um, you know to see them triggered over saying like, no, they it's like they're telling you God does not uh, you know love America. You know, like I mean. Just to just to trick them into attacking your message, no, you know you're using their symbols, you're you're saying their own message, but yet in a way that enrages them. Um, right. I just find particularly satisfying, but uh, I think yeah, you definitely hit hit some soft spots there. I did, and and you know, it's both sides are just as easily triggered. You just have to know what buttons to push, and and you know, Alan and. Uh, uh, is a hot topic for you know uh trumpkins do they think mm -hmm. that you're maybe muslim a lot of times and think that you're gonna bring sharia law and they start doing they do sharia law stuff at you? <laughs> they do in fact um one lady was yelling at me um she brought this up randomly uh no sharia law here in america and we just and i just started yelling uh we want sharia law <laughs> here <laughs> and then my and then my friend steve chimed in and he was like no shakira law <laughs> and he's dressed in uh overalls not, um just overalls no shirt underneath like looking like a true hillbilly it was the funniest thing hell and, yeah and uh yeah. You're, you're in connecticut right mike i am yes yeah, what would you is Connecticut? Is that like a blue state or a red state or what? What's going on over there? It's very, it's very liberal. blue. It's very liberal here in Connecticut, and in fact, I, I've done I've trolled a lot of uh, uh, press conferences here. Uh, one uh, one protest comes to mind. Uh, one um, press conference comes to mind. Uh, the two U.S. senators, Murph, uh, Murphy and Blumenthal, held an, uh, an anti-gun press conference. And, um, you know, they're, they're gathering around the podium and 
I purposely didn't put up my sign until the rally started because then they would boot me out or move inside. So, you know, they told me to move right behind the podium. They were telling everyone to move right behind the podium to make it look like there were more people there than there were. And uh, so as soon as the press conference starts, I hold up my sign, which says right behind the senators, uh, which says we support pineapple pizza. And it made a joke out of the whole press conference. Um, <laughs> everyone was holding up a sign saying uh, we can end gun violence, uh, um, you know, end gun violence and stuff. And here I am right behind the podium uh, with my we support pineapple pizza sign. Right. So yes. Who would you say has gotten more violent violent with you? Would you say it's been, so far, has it been like righties or lefties? So the only per, the only people who have touched me so far are are the righties. Did you, uh, did you ask for their touching? Because I think at some of these riots, you're asking guys, <laughs> you're asking guys if you guys were going to do like butt stuff later. Butt stuff later. I asked one guy if, we, if he wanted to do gay stuff later. Yeah, that and, was hilarious. Uh, and, and he uh, he almost hit me for that, but he didn't. Um, <laughs> it's so funny when you mention when you say you want to do gay stuff with people, they just don't know how to respond, and they get really uncomfortable. So that's that's why I do that. Oh, well, do, yeah, I'm, I'm sure every once in a while they'd be like, "Well, yeah, sure, let's go for it," you know. Or like, so wait, you you said you've been poked in the eye, and then what else? What other violence has happened to you? Uh, uh, stab at the flagpole. Stab exactly. at the flagpole. Okay, right, yeah. right. Damn, that's brutal. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's been fun though. So what's next? You got you got big plans that you can drop on us? Um. Well, I have something coming up this Saturday where I will be going to a rally in which Trump will be there. Oh, where? Uh, yes. Okay, where's it going to be? New Hampshire. Excellent. Wow. Yep. So I'm excited for that. I may be deported. I'm not sure yet. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Do you ever like stream stuff live, or do you just like record everything and edit it all, edit it all down? I've recorded stuff live, um, you know, but my usual method is to uh, record on on my GoPro and then release it later. Yeah, yeah. I was just curious. And then, um, like the, the I discovered you on Facebook, but um, have you ever like put stuff out on YouTube too? Because I know, like, I like your YouTube channel, but I, I didn't see too much go going over there recently. So um, I'm looking to put uh, my stuff on on YouTube. Um, I just wanted to see if the uh, the content I was putting out, you know, uh, people hit it off. Um, you know, my content hit it off with people. Yeah, um, I think it's really hitting it off on Facebook. Like, oh, uh, it's just on your personal page, or yeah, um, yeah. So I, I mean, he's getting a lot of three, views. Between my three latest videos, I have over a million views. Wow! 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 So, dude, yeah, that's his awesome. beast, dude. Well done. Hey, if you're kind of, at that that Trump rally in is it Portsmouth, New Hampshire? Is yes. that the one? Um, yeah. Look for look for Derek J. I saw that he is organizing some free Ross uh, reach out there at the rally so um you nice. might you might see them out there um you know yeah say hi to derek and inter definitely introduce yourself i'm sure if you don't if if he doesn't if you haven't uh if you don't know him i'm sure he'd love to meet you 
So yeah, I'll look out for that. Also, one more thing that's coming up. I'm releasing a video on Friday of a uh, con uh, U.S. congressional candidate uh, for Massachusetts. Uh, she uh, destroyed two of my signs and trashed them. Um, you know, they also called the police on me. I was at a Trump rally. Uh, and, and the funny thing is this is, this, uh, was organized by uh, a group called God loving American Patriots. So I thought it would be funny to bring my Allah sign since Allah means God. And Hey, these are <laughs> God loving people supposedly. So I, I brought that and within five minutes, my first sign was destroyed and put in the trash. And um, so what they didn't know is I had a blank, another blank placard in the car. So I just wrote the sign all over again. <laughs> and, <laughs> Always and, have a backup. This, that's exactly. the sign of a professional. Exactly. And they destroyed that one too. Uh, they were ganging up on me. And that was the one where I was um, the only one there. Um, and uh, they called the, believe it, um, I bet you guys can believe this, but they called the police on me saying I was being violent towards them and hitting them and uh, hitting them with my sign. Well, you 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 did hit their feelings very hard. I did. <laughs> so, and when the uh, when the police didn't do anything about it, they all packed up and left. It was the funniest thing. What sort of feedback do you get on these videos? Like, what 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 are the top comments? Are they supportive? Are they uh, mad status? What what's the deal? They're very supportive. So, but the problem is. Uh, what usually ends up happening is that when I troll a Trump rally, um, you know, uh, the liberals think I'm, I'm a liberal and they all friend me and vice versa. When I troll a right. liberal rally, you know, all the, all the Republicans friend me and think, uh, think I'm a Republican. So you so get I a just, second <laughs> chance to horrify them. That's awesome. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I think Babs trolling us right now with his background. <laughs> <laughs> you see that? I noticed. Back the blue. Man. What does it say? What does it say in the middle? Obey. Obey. Allah. Much law. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I get it. But I, you know, I've been a fan of your work for a long time, Michael. Uh, thank you for your service. Thank you. I appreciate your support. Um, <laughs> but yeah, most of the comments are supportive. You know, they they say uh, keep on making videos and and i i'm gonna do just that oh yeah. yeah dude i think you're you're doing some like amazing like awesome stuff dude it, it's really fucking cool thank you and the message so, <laughs> the message i really want to convey through these videos is uh you know i, I want to let people know who who the bigots are you know and, and when i first started uh trolling these these rallies um, the, the past like four videos, um, you know, I, I've been trolling this, uh, radio host, radio show host. Her name is, uh, Diana Ploss. She's from New Hampshire and she's like, uh, a huge bigot. She, you know, she's the type of person that says all Muslims are terrorists and BLM are terrorists. So, you know, I just kind of want to out you know, the bigots through humor. Oh, rock and roll, man. 
Yeah. So uh, Nima Badati, well, let, let's let's move on to uh, let's talk about you for a little bit, dude. So okay. yeah, the first time I saw you, um, I saw that uh, Michael Dean movie, Guns and Weed: The Road to, The Road to Freedom. And epic, that came out, epic. Yeah, and that came out in, like what, like 2012, something like that. Uh, 2010, maybe. 2010. Yeah, 20, okay. 2010, 2011, something like that. And and you did some you did some rapping in that movie, correct? I did. Technically, I'm co-director. Uh, technically, it's mine and Michael's movie. So, okay. check you on that. <laughs> but no, yeah, I, I, didn't, dude. I didn't know I made a movie. <laughs> Are you guns and weed? Uh, yeah, so... Guns um, and weed, the road to freedom. Yeah, so what year was that? It was either 2010. Uh, we did most of the work in tw- uh, 2009. It must okay. have come out in 2010, 2011. I think maybe it hit YouTube 2010, came out on DVD 2011. Yeah, and the concept was back back then. That was before we had any recreational legal. It was all just uh, medical. Yeah. So we went down to Colorado because we were in Wyoming. I was working for the TV station at the time, uh, K Two News. How, how so we you, took. How did you meet Michael Dean? Because this is like before Grinder. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, yeah, it was just like you just hung out at rest stops back then. Yeah. In Wyoming, just yeah. lot lizarded. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. But seriously, like, like, how did you how did you meet Michael Dean? How did you meet Michael Dean? He saw my video, my uh, rap music video. I own me, and uh, he dug it, and he was like, "What? This guy's there's another person in Wyoming. I must meet him." Dude, uh, I've never and, seen this video. I've got to check it out. You've never seen I own me? Okay, no. Yeah. Google it. Uh, yeah, what's, your rap, what's your rap? What's your rap name? Nima V. Just nice. first name, first name, last initial. Cool. Yeah, uh, it went like Liberty Viral back for 2008 or something like that. It was on LouRockwell.com. So I shit my nice. pants when I saw that. I was like, "Whoa, I'm on LRC." That's big block. in 2008. Wow. Yeah. Wow, yeah. like Gary North and some other like really cool. <laughs> there <laughs> there were you, over there. You can't win back them all. <laughs> in the day. Back in the day, there were some cool cool people. I mean, that was when oh, uh, there's Will a Rick, huge number of super cool people there. Yeah. 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 Um, and then uh, Ian Freeman picked it up. It was on. Uh, he interviewed me on LRN, and that Michael was like, "Hey, he invited me over. We had moose chili or bison chili or something like that. His wife made for me. He showed me all his guns. Fox News was on in the background. I was like, what, what, who is this? But uh, he showed me how to shoot. Um, and he was like, "Hey, we got to make a we got to make a movie." And I was like, "All right." I wanted awesome. to make an album. I was like, "Let's make a, a an album together." And he was like, "No, nah, let's make a movie." And uh, we did a podcast first, and um, what we talked about was if we could just bring the gun people and the weed people together and we could, we could, we could end statism, man, because half the country hates the state imposing on their thing. And the other half also hates the state imposing on their thing. The things are just different. Let's just grab that state hate and embrace it was kind of the vibe. Yeah. Unify under self ownership and make a mm-hmm. case for both. Exactly. It's kind of a dream That's a great way to go about it. You know, but you know, I've been dreaming of that for for years too, and you know, that's why I think I just fell in love with the idea of that movie immediately because I was like, man, if you could get these two camps to come together, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, and learn from each other, stand up for each other, um, you know, respect the, the the you know each other as individuals, but it, I'm afraid it's just asking too much. What did what did you find from after getting feedback from the movie? Well, back then, I feel like there was a lot more momentum behind that kind of realignment. But the divide and conquer game has been way too strong from the statist. I, I, I mean, I think that's what we see today. I don't think there's any reunification. I don't think we have an America or a country anymore. Um, but not in a good way. Not in like a, we are all peacefully removing ourselves, but in like a, 
we're all living in the same house and we hate each other. Um, I think we need more guns and weed. I think we need to unite. I think the book boys, Amen. the book and the, and the BLM praise, folks. Praise be to Allah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Praise be to Allah. We just all need to unite uh, one nation under Shakira law. Should I be the title One Nation Shakira Law? Sure. That's I'll right. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So then uh, so then uh so then what happened later? The Freedom Fiends started at like soon after that or when did that Freedom Fiends? Out? Yeah, so I moved away. I went to my second news market in TV news in Washington State and I hated it. It was soul crushing. I worked the courts and crime beat, so I was just sitting there listening to judges extract money from what I viewed as innocent people all day long. And it was just killing me. And Michael was like, Hey, we could do a podcast, you know, and then you can get your, your actual self out there with your own views instead of just being like a minor bird for the cops and the courts. Um, and that's how freedom fiends was born. It started off as the guns and weed podcast. It morphed into freedom fiends, which was a line from one of the raps in the movie. Hello, freedom fiends. Um, yeah. and that grew into a thing. I left when my daughter was born just cause it was a side hustle and it was making no money and I had mouths to feed. So uh, my side hustle became DJing and then that became my main hustle and uh, became a full-time DJ and been that way for about three years, just uh, raising a family in the woods, uh, pseudo off-grid and uh, paying the bills just kind of with my DJ business. Like I don't have an LLC. I don't, I'm not, I don't have a you know, chamber of commerce license. I just kind of people pay me to make them dance and uh, it works. And you're broadcasting live from your truck, which is really cool. Live from my truck. Yeah, well, like I said, we live in the woods. So we're on eight acres right by the Balcones Canyonlands. We're in our own little microclimate. There's no neighbors, but there's also no internet. So I can drive up to the top of the hill and catch two, three bars of, of LTE. And that's what I'm doing right now. Sweet. Wow. Yeah. How do you run your business with no internet? Well, I have satellite internet, so it's oh, okay. slow. It's not non-existent. Right. I can't really go live from it, but yeah. uh, I can, you know, most of you my can do email, you can do email. messaging. Yeah. Email and phone calls. So people want to book me, they email me. I set up a phone call, um, sell them on the phone and then show up. And yeah. We're good to go. Nice. Yeah. 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 Actually, how uh, many gigs working, do you get? That's a, yeah. So I did about 192 last year. Um, about awesome. 70 of those were weddings, probably another 70 like private events, corporate events, holiday parties, December and January are usually huge for me. I do visas, corporate holiday party, insurrections, um, um rebellions. <laughs> yeah. When the lockdown broke, uh, actually luau's. Have you, do you do it? Do you do luau's? <laughs> Only if they're in, if the igloo is big enough, Only if then I'll, I'll go, I'll go do the luau. I'm going to hire you for a, uh, troll. I would love to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Send me a recording of yourself, like saying really trolly stuff and I'll just play it instead of, you know, uh, instead of the next track. You know, you know what we could do? We could play the, uh, Muslim call the prayer. They got so pissed when I did that on my Bluetooth speaker, but we can, with your equipment, we can make it even louder. Well, yeah, what yeah. if you like dress? What if you first dressed it up in a bunch of like red, white, and blue bunting and everything, and then everyone's ready to hear like some sort of patriotic, you know, like some kind of super flagatory, you know, like the kind of thing you'd expect. And then suddenly it's the, uh, you know, ladies and gentlemen, before we start the country music show, we're going to ask you to just take a moment and bow your heads in prayer. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then will you please face east? 
<laughs> they wouldn't know. They wouldn't. I I doubt they would know what that meant, so they would do it. But then uh, I guess they would it, do it, and we'd, we'd get it all on camera. Can you operate exactly. the? Do you can you operate the PA system like from a from a like a trailer or the back of a pickup truck that could just like broad like be self powered? I can do that. Yeah, we could run a generator in like the back of this truck I'm in, and just uh, put up a few fifteens. That's all you need. Yeah, we could uh, roll down the street with Trump flags blasting Allahu Akbar. <laughs> you remember uh, the classic Blues Brothers scene where they had the the PA system tied to the Giant top of their megaphone. police car. Oh yeah, yeah. classic. Yeah, classic. we could recreate that all day. <laughs> yeah. So guys, um, <clears throat> so next topic: uh, current state of the boog. <laughs> what is it, dude? You're the one with the shirt. <clears throat> the they CNN. banned a lot of. They <clears throat> yeah, banned so, a lot of uh, groups from Facebook. Yeah, they, they did, did. and then uh, now, uh, now we're not using the boo anymore, right? It's, we're saying CNN, CNN, yeah, yeah, and I, and I think uh, various um, like sombreros and fiestas and oh, yeah, salsa a, and <laughs> somehow that's part of it. I'm not sure where that's pants. and then uh, yeah. pink polos too, right? Pink, well, yeah, pink polos, yeah. I think pink. I thought heard pink polos are out already. They're already so, out. Damn. Yeah. I don't They're know. just too ugly. Yeah. That wasn't. We can't, just, <laughs> we can't get behind it. <laughs> see, too, these too, look too fresh, boy. You know. I just what I want to see is I want to see the next like official briefing where they're like, well, now we're looking for the Salsa Boys and uh, we're taking it, you know, in CNN. And, like I want to see them take this <laughs> the part seriously boys. too. <laughs> Like, look for the habanero. If you see the habanero symbol, that may be a sign of 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 white hate speech. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, that's like that's like one of the things that I saw. Like, and it, it's like I saw some like internet propaganda where people were saying that uh, the Boog Boys are white supremacists, and it's like, uh, no, the Boog just means you hate yeah. the government. Yeah, the, the Boog just means you hate the government. You know, it's like people are just trying to like, you know, demonize this, this awesome movement. What else can they do? I mean, that's, that's their play, right? Do you think, yeah. um, you know, do you, do you think that they even had to pause before they even wrote that headline? I mean, <laughs> like, dude, they did it to the juggalos. what did you think was going to happen? Oh, come on, man. It's just what, like you said, it's part of the playbook. I don't know. I mean, but I mean, like, I, I don't know. Like, you know, like sometimes like, I, you know, I get really blazed and I go out in public and I worry about what people think. Sometimes. Well, I, all the time. Okay? I'm, I'm always really blazed, you know, and it's like, you worry, sometimes you he worries about, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, like, like I worry. Cause like, you know, like I, I like these neat Hawaiian shirts and I love the idea of overthrowing the government, but you know, then you've got this like propaganda going out there saying that like boog boys are like white supremacists. And I'm like, fuck, I don't want to be associated with white supremacists, even though, you know, it's, it's obviously bullshit propaganda, right? Dude, first they well, came for the okay opening, signs. Right? What was first, that? They, first they came for the okay signs. Now they're coming after the Hawaiian shirts. <laughs> it's just, but it's I feel like the move, is, the move is not to back down, right? I mean, the move right, is exactly. to it, it hold your ground. to folks. Right, yeah. and, and to have good people out there boldly uh, showing their, their floral prints. Right. And then people can be like, well, you know what? I know Matt, and he's an asshole, but I don't think he's racist. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so. Thanks, Babs. 
Well, I, I play at a right. I play at a booty club um, when when we came out of lockdown, and I, it's all twerk music. There's a mechanical bull, like it's people twerking and doing bounce music and stuff like that on Sixth Street. It's called Buckwild. And during the protest, you know, we came out of lockdown for a little bit. I got to play almost every Saturday night and I would wear my boob shirts and I would have my hair in the man bun and I'd come through and I would just play the blackest music I could play possible. And (laughs) just thinking, you know, hey, I'm trying to break the stereotype. Like, well, have the the stereotype of white supremacists, somehow they can look like you now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's right. You got brown skin white supremacists now. Dude, dude, Dima, like I love like anytime that you've got somebody that just like defies the stereotype of libertarianism as being uh, straight white males, you know? So well, yeah, I, 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 hate, I hate that stereotype so bad. And yeah, also dude. I don't really feel like I grew up white or black. Like I have black cousins. I have a black half sister. I have white family. I'm Persian. You know, I grew up in Houston. Like people were just people and we would, we would make racist jokes at each other, but we all loved each other. Like we weren't mean. We didn't well, yeah, lynch I people. Mean, you know? racist, racist jokes are just the funniest jokes because you're not supposed to laugh. Exactly. Exactly. That's not funny. <laughs> and if it comes from if it comes from a place Fuck of you, love, Babs. then who cares? <laughs> yeah, exactly, dude. I, mean, I think I think it's all about intent, right? Yeah. Like like the way you say things. But yeah, yeah I mean, intent, it, and then whether it's actually funny. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you know, <laughs> as long as it's funny, like who cares? Like, say what totally. you want. Totally. It just like makes me makes me think about South Park because I think I think yeah. uh, like Trey Parker and Matt Stone said something like, um, you know, the second they can't make fun of one thing, they can't make fun of anything because it's like yeah. either it's okay to make fun of everything or it's it's not okay to make fun of anything. You know. Right. And they're, they've always been really good about sticking to their guns. Uh, like that episode where they were supposed to pull like the episode because Muhammad was on it, and yeah. uh, they just censored his face. That's all they did, and and they didn't even want to do that, but Comedy Central made him do it. Yeah, and they were just pointing out, hey, five years ago, we had Muhammad on the show. He was one of Jesus's super friends, you know, that went around solving mysteries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I actually saw an interview with, uh, I think, uh, Trey Parker about that. And he said um, they were about to, like, quit the, doing the show because they were like, that's it. We're being censored. We're about to quit. But then uh, they talked to Comedy Central and Comedy Central was like, look, we don't care about like this statement you're making, you know, we just don't want our offices to get bombed, yeah. <laughs> you know? And then, right. and then Trey Parker was like, okay, well that's reasonable. I see what you're saying, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, so I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah. And where are they? I like, are they late for a South Park season? Like, are they in hiding? Cause I feel like now's prime time. We, mm. we really need a, a season of South Park right now. Right. I mean, uh, like I would think a show like South Park, right? Since you don't really have to have actors in like the same room, I would think that you could probably still do something like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, they, yeah, when, when the has there ever right? been a, yeah. When has there ever been a more urgent need for South Park? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Cause I mean, it, it, it's like television is going to be like really fucked up for a while. Right. Cause like, uh, like, I don't know if like Hollywood's went back to work yet or not, but you know, a lot of shows that you follow are just going to like skip a season. Right. Yeah, they're they're kind of back to work. I've I've a buddy who works in the film industry. They're they're recording stuff, but yeah, it's definitely you're not going to see as many blockbusters and big Hollywood productions this year, which is probably a good thing to be honest. But are we going to see? You know, I really Jared, hope we does don't your have friend to work see. in midget porn? Yes. 
<laughs> I'm sorry, Nima. I'm sorry. What were you saying? <laughs> I was just pondering, are we going to get a sitcom? Are we going to be subjected to a sitcom where people wear masks as part of their daily routine? Right. No fucking way. No way. <laughs> oh, man. It might be kind of kinky, though. <laughs> but, you know, there will be a whole wave of shows based on re- reinforcing the mainstream uh, agenda and narrative. Of course. Right? Yeah. I mean, that, that's how so, they do it. Right. But it's like they, they could immediately, you know, start doing the news and stuff. But to get it into the pop culture takes a little bit, you know, takes a few months. So I would expect that we were going to see a wave of entertainment reinforcing like the whole whatever they're trying to do now, whether it's social distancing or masks or voting or whatever bullshit they've got in mind next. Compliant Hollywood. You know what? I'd love to see them. You know what? I'd like to see Hollywood singers. uh, I mean, Hollywood stars come together for like an all-star album, like and record like a We Are the World kind of song about wearing masks. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they tried. They tried to do that with the whole, uh, a bunch of celebrities singing Imagine. Did you see? Oh, yeah. It was when they they wanted people to stay home. It was when the the lockdowns first started and they got panned for it. Everybody hated it. Yeah, they got ripped apart. It was just so out of touch because you've just got a bunch of Hollywood millionaires, you know, with their Sitting swimming their pools. Yeah. Swimming yeah. pools and hot tubs. And actually, it was funny because Schwarzenegger. Nintendo Switches. Schwarzenegger actually kind of mocked it and, and filmed a video of him in his hot tub smoking a cigar and saying, like, you know, stay inside and like all the shit. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty, it was, he was obviously like self aware about it. Right. It yeah. It was funny. Yeah. It was Stay inside. Sit in your hot tub if you get stressed. Smoke yeah. a cigar. <laughs> exactly. It was great. Oh man, I don't know. So, like, how how's your how's your guys like quarantine life been? Have you, I mean, uh, so Nima, you're working less, uh, so you've been staying home more. Like, how how has your quarantine been? Have you been enjoying it? So yeah, originally everything was canceled. Like, I did a wedding March 14th. And then Abbott said something and everybody just shut down the venues, shut down. Everybody's rescheduling. Um, I'm very fortunate. I have really good clients. Um, some of them pretty well to do. And so a lot of them paid me anyway and just postponed. So I got wow. my check when I was going to get it. And then I'll just oh, go, wow. I, owe, I owe them a free event later, you know, and that kind of thing. Um, and then as far as the day to day, I live in paradise pretty much. I mean, there's a Creek in my backyard. We have the kayak in the Creek. So we're kayaking. I built a tree house with my kids. I've got a six-year-old and a four-year-old. Um, and we just run around playing outside all day. So that's been a lot of fun. They're now... Yeah, exactly. But it's great. Um, and the kids are now... They're starting to get sick of it. Like uh, my daughter, she goes around making money. We call it the colony because um, it's me, my wife, my father-in-law, my mother-in-law. They live in a different house. They're about 500 yards away. But um, my daughter, she'll go and sell stuff. Like she has little businesses. She'll pick blackberries. And she'll go to Mama's house and she'll sell. Uh, so she's making all this money and she's, she's kind of bummed. She doesn't get to go to the mall and spend it. So we taught her how to online shop. Um, but she doesn't get to do her horseback. She doesn't get to do her gymnastics, all the stuff she was doing. And I think the kids really need to start getting out there. I don't know how to make that happen. Um, you know, it's Texas. Abbott's freaking out. He's relocked everything down. He's talking about another shelter-in-place order. Um, and my kids are just sick of it. And my wife's sick of it. And uh, luckily, I have some clients that are just ignoring it. Um, I had one client, um, they rented out a whole ranch, Moon River Ranch near Waco, and they they got me and my family a room, so we got to spend a weekend at the ranch. Um, It was a small wedding party, and uh, that was fun to get away from it. 
Um, but I feel like something's got to give. I'm, I'm sick of it. I'm ready to work. And uh, I'm going to go out and work for anybody who signs a contract and books me. So right you on. just said like, you just said near Waco. Now, like what's up with like the Branch Davidian now, like the, where the compound was? Do you have any idea? That's a good, yeah. You know, I used to tell people that everything north of Waco is Yankees to me. So I don't usually go north. Um, I kind of stay in my little hill country area. I might go south. So I'm rarely out there, but um, I don't know. Maybe that'd be a fun homeschooling trip because I homeschool my kids. Maybe one <laughs> right, day we'll yeah. go teach them about – maybe when they're a little bit older because they still get nightmares. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, definitely, yeah, totally. But, the, the, the horrors you know, of the state, you know. Nightmares. Don't let them know the state exists quite yet. They <laughs> yeah. know already, um, but they – and I don't really try to push them one way. I just kind of tell them what the government does, and, yeah. and they get it. Like the other day, Lily go, we were talking about the lockdown or something, and Lily goes, I hate the government. And Archie goes, <laughs> nice. I hate the government too. I would be so <laughs> proud, dude. <laughs> oh man, it was it was heartwarming. They draw little anarchies, like when they do their alphabet class. They always put a circle around the A when it's their turn to draw an A. So, <laughs> oh, wow, homeschooling is definitely working for us. Yeah, <laughs> nice, dude. Nice. Do you come up with your own curriculum for that, or do you use like? Uh, my a wife is a, It's a it's a mix match of different things. Like we do, we do a very specific one for reading. Um, and then we do a different one for math and it's kind of my wife's responsibility to Jessica. So she, she'll research if something doesn't work, she'll swap it out for another one. And then there's just a ton of unschooling. Like we play a lot of Zelda. Um, nice. we, we've just been going through all the Zeldas during lockdown. I think we're on twilight princess now, but, uh, we've beat Ocarina. We've beat breath of the wild and we'll play together. I'll read that. I'll read to them. I'll ask them, you know, I'll make them do math with the rupees. Like they'll try to buy stuff. Dude, the best um, Zelda is A Link to the Past, dude. Yeah, they they aren't into the 2D stuff. I can't always get them into the 2D stuff. Oh, um, it's so good. Yeah, I tried to throw Matt doesn't Mario get into 3. the 3D stuff, so. Yeah, yeah I'm old school. <laughs> See, I was on that edge. Dig Dug is as 3D as he gets. Dig Dug. Oh, I don't know man. if I played that. He, oh, man, that was It's amazing. Bad. Yeah, Dig Dug's quality. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we do, we do a lot of unschooling stuff. You know, every time my daughter, she has a lot of questions. Uh, I'll just explain the, the stuff to her and, um, you know, it works. I, I think she's pretty clever. I think my son's pretty clever too. The, the toughest thing is, is getting him motivated. Um, I don't really know how to do that, you know, especially cause we don't want to force them to do stuff. So you kind of got to get creative, uh, with ways to make them, make them actually do things. So we try to keep things transactional. Like we try to have them earn stuff. You know, you got to do three good things to get video games, stuff like that. To try to give them the concept of we got to do something good with our day. And then we reward ourselves with fun stuff. Trying to build in time preference and stuff like that. And do you have to meet like a state requirement for anything? Oh, hell no. This is Texas. <laughs> we don't nice. have to do any of that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think there's literally nothing. I think they might have to take a standardized test at the high school level and maybe yeah. one at the middle school level. Um, but I mean, those things are super dumbed down. I mean, sure, I remember yeah. when, when I took them, when I was in school, they're probably already always, be able to pass both of them. <laughs> probably. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool, man. Yeah, man. So like, so it sounds like you're a pretty big fan of Texas though. You enjoy it there. I hate the cops, but uh, I think I'd hate them anywhere. Um, yeah. yeah, they're not good anywhere, really. The yeah. question is, how many of them are there? Yeah, too many, and it's it's really upsetting. Like I said, we live pretty rural, but there's there's three, almost three 
Travis County Sheriff's deputies rolling around our little rural spot every day, all day. So um, I, I don't know why I can't dude, get rid of them. Question for you. Like I know a few years back, there was a Texas governor who was talking about seceding from the United States, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Rick Perry, how, how but it was, it was just him grandstanding. He would never do. He's a, he's a puss puss. Well, yeah. Uh, but I mean, how, how did you feel person. about that idea? Like at the time, were you like, fuck yeah. Oh, or was great. You, or... Yeah. I'm, I'm all down for secession last to the man to the down to the last man. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I don't feel any statist fealty to Washington DC. Like that's the worst. That's Mordor. That's literally the worst place on earth. So, um, if Texas seceded, I'd take that as a huge step towards freedom and liberty. Um, so yeah, hundred percent. And, um, and I tell people as such, that's, that's one thing in Texas, you can say that to any normie. Um, and they'll at least nod, nod their head. Some of them will be like, hell yeah. Um, but, but it's not, be, it's not beyond the pale here at all to talk about secession. I thought everybody was getting a federal contract or NASA or something like I don't know. I find it difficult to find most Texans are really, you know, really show that spirit, but I'm not there. Yeah. Well, I don't usually talk to government workers. <laughs> they're, they're outside of my circle. Uh, I usually don't make friends with those folks. just seems so, like there's a lot of people on the federal dole that are sort totally. of like just yeah. kind of keeping the, the secession movement um, smoldering, you know, but keeping well, it from getting um, anywhere. Especially in Houston and in Dallas. Um, you know, folks like that, that kind of the big money folks that are sitting under the trough trying to catch it. Uh, yeah. Um, but then again, if they see a world where they have an easier path to the dole, like the dole is in Austin instead of in DC. Right. Or if, like know, if the money stopped flowing from DC, suddenly the priorities might change. That's true too. Yeah. I mean, when you become dependent, um, you definitely see opportunities in crisis. If that spigot gets shut off, suddenly they'll be like, uh... What do you guys think about that? You think the spigot is getting shut off? What do you guys make of the coin shortage or the cash shortage? Is that a natural phenomenon or is somebody playing at something? I don't know anything about it, but not, of course yeah, it'd be sure better to just it. have it all electronic so that everything could be tracked, traced, Yeah, stamped. well, I mean... Like, regulated, allocated. You mean, you mean physical cash? Shortage? Yeah. No, like uh, I read this earlier. Like, the, didn't they say there was like a, there was a coin shortage? Like, there's yeah, a shortage you, of like coins, like pennies, nickels, dimes. Uh, you guys yeah, haven't encountered this in the real world yet. I mean, I, I don't know, know. that shit. So. I might have actually encountered this a few weeks ago, actually. Yeah, every, everywhere around here now. Um, I only saw it on Facebook for a little bit, but pretty much every fast food you drive through to, uh, there's a sign that says cash shortage, coin shortage, exact hmm. change only, or please play, pay, pay with debit card. Um, I don't know what to make of it. Uh, I'm yeah, going to blame know. it on the illegal nickel hoarders. How about that? That could be a real yeah. thing, right? Could be Gershom's Law. People are holding on to their cash because they're scared of what happens next. Well, well they, I, What's the melt value of a nickel? Okay, so, so here's one thing. <laughs> here's one thing. So like a lot of people, right? are on have been on like unemployment for the past couple months right mm. and then there's like a six hundred dollar a week bonus yep so i mean a lot of people are making more than they would make you know if, if they were working you so know why would I mean, that cause cause a cash shortage i mean maybe or, if all that money was being given to them digitally i, I don't I'm, I'm guessing yeah but most people I get know. i mean 
don't they get paid digitally anyway? I mean, I that's know. why it's yeah. so like, easy. Like, how else? How else would you explain the coin shortage? I don't know how to explain it. I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I guess I recently, the U.S. Mint is just not not manufacturing enough. I, I don't okay, know. well, okay, well, maybe here's an idea. Maybe people are leaving their coins at home, and uh, you know they're not using them to like you know pay and make uh, correct change. They're just kind of taking the change oh, and dumping those, it off at their house. Buckets, those buckets aren't getting to Coinstar. Is that what you're saying? Like, um, they're like that yeah. bucket <laughs> of change that accumulates over years, and then eventually you're like it's it's 300 pounds, and you lug like, it to Coinstar. Uh, like perhaps I mean I, I think I've heard that a lot, that some coin stars are closed for some reason I don't know mm. don't know hmm. but yeah um, it, it's all pretty weird but I can say this like I'm I'm a person who like I've always got like a, a, a right jacket pocket full of change right and sometimes it's it's like over two dollars worth of change in there so you know like I, I try to like. Uh, you know, um, save dollars and by just using my change, you know, but since the COVID stuff, I haven't been doing that. I haven't been fucking around with change because I think like change and I think germs and I've been paying with more, uh, for more stuff with a card. Me personally, that's just what's been going on over here. I haven't seen that problem here on the East coast. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm on the East coast. I'm in Baltimore, you know, I'm just, I don't know if I've paid with cash anywhere in a long time though. Yeah, I mean, like I've been I, mostly. I mean, I usually pay with card, anyways. I pay just usually for um for for black market stuff. Well, you know, like like I'm old school, so I actually like to pay for shit with cash. Yeah. Um, and it's like, but since the fucking coronavirus, I'm just using a, a, a card. Yeah. Kind of from a germaphobe perspective, you don't want to touch cash, basically. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. It's like why fuck around with it. Now you can just wave your credit card near some of these machines and they can just deduct. Yeah. It's, I, I mean, you know, it, well, here's the thing, you know, I'm, weird. I'm, I'm going to like Dunkin' Donuts in the liquor store, the grocery store, that's it. You know what I mean? So it's like, uh, whatever. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'm not too worried about it. Yeah. So, hey guys, let's talk about, um, so Spike Cohen, that's uh, Joe Jorgensen's VP. Um, he is actually set to have a debate with uh, the lead singer of a shitty new battle band called uh, Trapped. <laughs> yeah. they, they had a song called Headstrong, and I think this was like, what, like 2003 or something? I don't, I don't something know. Something like that, yeah. Or 2000. I, I don't know, like a long time Early ago. 2000s. Yeah, I think Early if, 2000s, if you go yeah. on YouTube, they don't even have a date on the video. I don't know. I think maybe 2005 <laughs> or something. It was pre-YouTube. It, Pre-YouTube. Pre yeah. But but at any rate, like uh, apparently the singer of this, the lead singer of this band is a uh, like an avid Trump supporter. Yeah, and I, I guess Spike Cohen got into uh, debating him on Twitter, and now there's going to be an actual debate. What are they going to debate? I, I saw the poster. I don't know specifically. Um, Everything I assume. Yeah, that's like what I would assume. I think it was like that's there was a there was a state there was a statement there was a um, whatever the fuck you call it resolution uh, a resolution yeah. yeah. Uh, fuck. Jared's on it. Does anybody really want to see the lead oh, singer it's of on the merits? band on a debate? <laughs> right. I mean, yeah, well, that's really. like what's that's his, one of what's my his questions. hairstyle. What's this guy's hairstyle? He has Is a pretty like real metal. He just kind of basic boomer, hairstyle. Yeah. He doesn't really. He doesn't even look metal. Not really. No. Um. Like, like that was that was like my question I mean, is like is, is like in in this your opinion uh, in your opinion is this a good thing like should we really be giving this guy the time of day 
Um, but I mean, maybe it's maybe it is a good thing. Maybe like any publicity is good publicity when you're not getting any publicity, such as the Libertarian Party usually, right? Stir things yeah. up, Spike. Go for it. Kick some ass. Yeah, Stir right. Stir things up. I'm with Bab. Yeah, I mean, you never know what kind of amazing conversation you're going to have. It could be nothing, but you might as well stir it up, see if something does come bubble up to the top of that pot. That's worthwhile. You never know. We could get some awesome memes out of it. Yeah, we could really cross a stream. I think that's <laughs> well. I think this is what Spike is in it for because he he can go into interesting situations and he's proven himself that he can handle himself. And it's going to be entertaining. And, um, you know, whereas probably like there's never been a VP LP candidate that ever did anything ever that I recall. So, yeah, same here. I would, I would agree with that. Is that shots fired at Joe Jorgensen? She was Harry Brown's VP. I swear I, ne- I never even <laughs> knew that until I was introduced to her. And I yeah, I, mean, been a, I didn't know. I, I mean, Harry like, Brown supporter. So. Yeah, like, like I'm not dissing any of the VPs besides Weld. I, I would diss Weld. Weld a piece totally. of shit. Totally. Piece yeah, of well, shit. Oh, yeah. and that other guy, Wayne Allen Root, was a total piece of shit. So Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Some That's of these right. guys are notorious, right. but nobody's really like like done anything productive that I can recall. It's really just like added brought added shame and embarrassment to a pathetic <laughs> candidacy. Yeah, I mean, like Spike's been rather clutch, if you ask me, you know, <laughs> and uh, he, he's definitely made it, it made it really interesting, you know, and uh, I think it's it's a really unifying ticket because like for once you've actually got, I mean, you've got a vice, uh, you've got a VP candidate who actually identifies as an anarchist, right? So mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of like, it kind of brings more radicals in and I feel like, uh that's the kind of libertarian party we need because there's well, like, I hope he feels like, like, sort of untethered to, to, to express that because I kind of feel like he, you know, he's like trying to be a little, maybe a little bit reserved, a little political, a little, um, you know, sort of like tipping the hat to Joe, who's a little more conservative. And has I think he's doing amazing. Base. I think he's doing amazing. He's got to be a team player, but of course we yeah, want to see I think him he's doing a great job. Of course, we want to see him rock and roll as well. But by at the way, the, time, the uh, I, I couldn't find the exact resolution, but uh, the the tweet from Trapped uh, says that he's going to debate. It says, "I hear Spike Cohen has agreed to debate me on the merits of Trump's America First economic nationalism versus JoJo's brand of libertarianism." Right on. So that should be a that should be a slam dunk. Yeah, it should. Yeah, I mean, you know, like we were talking about before the podcast, uh, you know, Spike's a pretty eloquent speaker, um, and he's got a real grasp on the principles and um, and also just practical applications. So, yeah, I think he should do really well with this. So, Bab, do you find Joe to be too conservative? Because, I mean, isn't she out there calling for the end of the drug war, like tomorrow, and she was the troops well, home tomorrow? She also yeah, said she, she'd allow... Yeah, and she said she like in a tweet. She said she'd allow you know people to buy uh, to buy tanks. Yeah, but Which, on the show, <laughs> on the show, we had her on. She was a little soft on recreational nukes. <laughs> so that's where you know, she barely yeah, draws yeah. a lot. She was a little soft there. She really didn't yeah. make a hard like, um, yeah, like dis- disappointing that where she could have. Truly, yeah. but otherwise, oh. I think she's she's awesome. And um, you know, lost think- my vote at nu- recreational nukes. <laughs> <laughs> you got to go to Kanye if that's what you're looking for. 
Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a, a free nuke with every new album. <laughs> well, hey, guys. Um, it looks like we're about out of time here. I want to thank you, you guys for coming on, and I'd like to have you guys uh, both uh, back on uh, again if you're down. I'd love to be back on. Hell yeah, man. Always down. Um, Always yeah, down. like... Like we've had a blast. Um, I'm going to keep in, in touch with both you guys, and uh, we have we have T-shirts over at LibertarianCountry.com. If you put in the code PRL, you'll receive a 10% discount. If you spend $50 or more and you use the code PRL too, you'll receive a 20% discount. Uh, this podcast is brought to you in part by Conversations About Freedom Podcast, hosted by Moral Bob. Until next time, live free or die. That is shed. Try to eat the flesh of the tax bombs and bread. Was it by a few and the expense of the many? 